tell you that we start recording. So hi friends, today I have Maddie and we met at Banyan House as yoga instructors together. And I feel like we vibed because we were like the youngest kind of people <laughs> there for sure. So she's a yoga instructor, Reiki practitioner, um, business owner, candle maker, overall bad bitch. What else do you do? I know there's like a laundry list of things that you're doing right now. So what are all of them? So actually right now I'm kind of gearing all of the above more towards the moon cycles and mm -hmm. to influence these different things that, you know, we, I guess, connect to on a day-to-day -day basis. So even whether it's like moon and sun salutations we do in yoga or different flows that we do based on certain times of the month, because well, one, as women, we are also cyclical beings mm -hmm. and so is the moon. So we are so much more connected to the universe than we realize, not just women, but all humans. We yeah. have kind of stepped away from our deep connection with the earth like every other animal has. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I've been doing a lot of self-reflection and just kind of realizing how I want to connect closer to the earth and to the different cycles that are around us on a day to day and just bringing that connection a little bit closer. Um, that has been making me happy the most no. and able to, again, guide my own practice. And I think that just by connecting with the moon in different ways that we can all become a little bit more connected to ourselves and connected to nature and connected to the world that is around us and actually acknowledging what external factors are influencing us in our day-to-day -day lives. Because when the new moon is coming or when the new moon is happening, there's this like newness in the air. There's mm -hmm. this there's this okay this is what i want to start now the starting new projects things like that but mm -hmm. the moon illuminates you know every all the shadows all the things that we didn't see before within that process of building that we need to release so we can keep moving towards that journey and we again are so disconnected that we don't realize how much the moon affects us the moon changes the tides of the ocean and we mm -hmm. have so obviously well i don't want to say obviously but of course mm -hmm can affect us as well, whether we're cyclical beings or not. So it's just one of those things that, you know, whether we are moving through a yoga practice or how we treat Reiki or how we heal our bodies and how we are, I guess, creating our lives can be around this, you know, cyclical space that's going to encourage us deeper into our journey and on our path. And it's going to help us because the universe is on our side. So yeah. Once we acknowledge that the universe is here for us and we acknowledge where we're at and how it, the influences um, guide us in different ways, then we can achieve our highest potential just by mm -hmm. working ourselves in the universe that is around us. So long story long, <laughs> finding a lot more self-care routines and ways to share with other people of how we can, you know, connect deeper with ourselves by connecting with nature. And a lot of the time it is connecting with, you know, doing things for yourself so that you can find those spaces and those things that feel good to you. Mm -hmm. So do a lot of different things, but those types of things honestly are just from being a multidimensional being and also trying to figure out where we want to rest at, you know, yeah. <laughs> to explore. So right now I'm in definitely a space of exploration and just trying new things. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love watching your journey on Instagram. I'm like, oh, she's an artist now. Okay, she's painting. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, of course she is because she does it all. And I love it. And I support all of it. Um, So how did you get into like 
all of this? Or I guess, how did the spiritual life find you? What's your story behind all of that? So when I was a kid, I was raised Roman Catholic. Mm -hmm. And my mom was very not in tune with the religion at all. So my mm -hmm. parents and then, you know, then on deeper, whatever, they were all very into this strict way of living life. And then my mom went the, my parents really went the opposite extreme and we're just kind of no to most religious practices. We went to church sometimes, but it was really only with pastors or priests that we really felt, I guess, this realness or this authenticity. Mm -hmm. Only time we really felt like we could connect. Yeah. We didn't really go to church. It was never really a thing. And then when I really started my yoga journey, I would just do like certain yoga classes here and there. But there was this one yoga class I took with my mom, my junior or senior year of high school. I think it was my junior year of high school. And it was this beginner candlelit yoga class. And we were just the visualizations that this woman, I remember it so vividly. It's like everyone remembers their vivid, like, you know, yoga. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, it was yoga always. And it was this visualization that this woman had where it was like, your eyes are melting down your face and you're just feeling this like, mm. and the visual, I'm a very visual person. So I was able to feel that happening and it just actually allowed me to cry and to release. And from the time when I was going through a lot of different things, it just helped me actually acknowledge those things. And I didn't really know any of that until fast forward a couple of years into the future where I started developing a more consistent yoga practice because I like to work out like that rather mm -hmm. than doing weights like all the time. I mean, that's occasional, but not every day. We don't need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. The flow with my body. So I got more into that space and then, um, and then I just got inspired to become a yoga teacher from there. But ultimately yoga was the first step into my self and into my spirituality, which is acknowledging that there's so many complexities within my own self. Mm -hmm. It's, it taught me how to feel more yeah. than how to feel and that was like a slap in the face <laughs> yeah when you're like stone cold to like feeling you're like shit where how did I end up here yes and shavasana was the I mean just being able to connect deeper and deeper with every shavasana that you're in especially when you're taking hot yoga classes and you're just feeling this immense energetic release and you're just mm -hmm. like other dimension it's a whole other space to just really sit with yourself and be honest with yourself and to notice the things that come up because it's what's affecting your current life and I think yeah. again yeah yoga taught me how to feel it taught me how to give space to myself it taught me how to give space to other people and it just allowed me to yeah connect with my higher self more than anything to listen mm -hmm. to spirit or this beautiful soul that's just chilling in the background and bringing yeah you know, bring her to the front seat rather than the back yeah. seat. Oh, I love that. A little yoga queen. We love to see it. <laughs> did you have like an image when you were younger of like, this is what I wanted to be? Or did you always just kind of like be a, were you always like a flowy type, you know? I was always, when I was a kid, the first thing that my parents ever got me was an easel. So I've actually mm. done anything else. And that's where I felt like I always was in an art class or always doing something where I was expressing myself creatively or just, mm -hmm. you know, using my hands a lot and being in that type of space. And I think that kind of set the scene for me always wanting to work with my hands or always wanting to create something really cool or really different or whatever. But honestly, the main thing that I thought I was going to be was a writer. 
mm. um, school for one year, went to college for one year, and it was to be a journalism major, which I can definitely see it playing out in other forms in my life, but definitely not in your typical journalism major. Yeah because I love to research. I'm super curious about life and super curious about different things. And I just want to learn everything, which is mm -hmm. overwhelming sometimes, which is also kind of shows in different parts of my life. But it's also one of those things that draws me back to, you know, self and allows you to express self in a lot of different ways and kind of pick and choose how you want to express yourself in different ways. But um, I kind of forgot what the original question was. But uh, That's okay. You basically answered it. I asked for you, like, if you had an image of what you were going to be when you were younger. But oh, right. <laughs> we got on the easel topic and it just unfolded from there. I think that I don't ever, I think it's more, again, very free-flowing, very um, going back and forth. But the thing about being an artist is you can do it in a lot of different ways, which is pretty mm -hmm. And life for hopefully we can hope for is very long in the sense that we can do multiple things at different parts of our lives so it's like not trying to container ourselves or put ourselves in a box and I feel like I've been trying to allow myself to explore so then I can start to narrow in on what how I want to bring all these things together because I'm like I could be a painter and a writer who puts poems on my paint on my paintings and things like that so mm -hmm. with yeah. different ways you can do things it's just allowing yourself to be creative and have fun and that's yeah stem more into rather than treating life so serious i think that i tend to do that my moon signs in capricorn mm. <laughs> i tend to i guess maybe try to make money out of every or like naturally is almost like trying to justify what i'm doing by having this income or by mm -hmm. earn when you can just have hobbies and just have things that you love to do and yeah. then we're kind of taught that those extra things are like a waste of time or we're not productive or we're not propelling ourselves forward when really that time is propelling you forward and taking that time to research and be with yourself and to learn something new that is continual growth that's going to push you even to a different path that you want to go so so yeah. yeah open i'm and you know bring it all together in some way <laughs> yeah yeah no i i feel the same way like anytime i find myself being like decently good at something i'm like i need to be the best at it and then i have to try to sell it um which I don't know if it's like culture in America to just profit off of everything you can do or if it is like masculine energy that is living inside of me because I've just been like that's such a hot topic in my mind lately and I know that you post a lot about it and for me especially I think like the really work hard businesswoman all that shit is stemming from a wounded masculine side of me um that i definitely i think i had for sure an imbalance and i think i still do i'm obviously working towards it now that i'm aware of it but when i wasn't aware of it i just like didn't know what to do with it and i think it just created chaos so can you tell us a little bit about like maybe if you see any masculine uh energy within yourself and just kind of like obviously we all have masculine and feminine energy women have masculine energy men have feminine energy just kind of like your view on all of that and your insight i love to lean into my masculine energy that's <laughs> mm -hmm. good loves to just be there in my ear all the time telling me all the things i should do and then i mm -hmm. feel and now i've been noticing that or i feel like maybe just as i feel or i've always felt that i've been an intuitive human or just being that mm -hmm. 
oh, I'm connected with my feminine. Like, you know, I do things, I do yoga, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, no, that's not all you need to do. (laughs) And that's part of the connection with earth that I was talking about earlier and truly being in a state of being because the masculine is a state of doing. It's just, you know, it's fire energy, it's air energy. It's constantly flowing, constantly either creating or destroying. It's just constantly going. Mm -hmm. That's why we need that balance, no matter who you are, what gender you are. It's like you need that balance of masculine and feminine because the feminine is what keeps you in place, grounded in this energy and in, in your energy and your body in your moment so that you can do and create and do all the things that you want to do. It's like the feminine for me, I've noticed, is just truly building self-awareness, taking care of myself and putting that first, living on my own time, living mm-hmm. on- prioritizing myself and I noticed that again wounded masculine energies I need to dish out all of my energy to support other people and to be there for people rather than taking the time and energy to give to myself first and now even just I mean before I used to rush through my meals like take like you know I wouldn't cook as much because it would take so much time or I'd have to meal prep a lot or like and I mm-hmm. wouldn't thinking about all the other things that I have to do that I wasn't prioritizing the things that told me to do those things, you know, like to ground in that space, acknowledge what my body needs, what kind of fuel it needs, whether that's food, whether that's my spirituality and like just connecting with myself, meditation, yoga, a lot of different things to fuel me to do what I need to do. And I think that even just society, I mean, it's wounded masculine, but I think that's a lot of where our society is at right now mm-hmm. it's not feeling like we need to be doing to be productive it's like by taking time to acknowledge where you are what you're doing how you're doing it how you feel <laughs> while you're doing it that allows you to figure out what it is you want to keep doing in the future and i think that we forget about that step and we're just doing things with no intention of why we're doing them and then we're sent down a road that we didn't even don't even know how we got there. And sometimes it's, I don't like to say negative or positive. I mean, it can mm-hmm. be because everything is here to serve us and there's nothing good or bad. It's just, you know, we could go deep into that too. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever experience that we are experiencing, we know what is right for us and what isn't. And sometimes we get led down this road. How the hell did I even get here? Because we weren't able to truly connect with our space and ourselves. And I've just been literally the past couple of months had this, I guess I don't like to say spiritual awakening because we have multiple of those throughout our yeah. life. <laughs> like whole other light bulb and epiphany, just this moment where I'm like, how did I get this far down the road? I am grateful that I got this far, how I got this far, but it's like mm-hmm. I even feeling even better or feeling even more myself if I just took the time to be with myself and to mm-hmm have fun with myself and to truly express myself in all forms and all ways. But how do you do that without acknowledging, you know, acknowledging that? Or like, how do you do that without knowing what it is you want to do or how you want to do it? So mm-hmm. I think for me, I've definitely just been allowing myself to feel the fluctuation and to when I catch myself wanting to give to other people first or like, you know, oh, I didn't eat lunch yet and I'm going to go take yoga. It's like, or I need to go support this person in this way. It's like, mm-hmm fuel my body so then I can show up for you it's like again we talk about as yoga teachers all the time but sometimes again we just need it 
over like re repeated over and over again are just really just thinking in a different way it's like yeah i give to myself it's like i do yoga but it's like there's so many more ways that we should be connecting with ourselves and giving prioritizing ourselves so that we can again show up for other people i think that's where that quote comes in it's like just by you showing up and just by you giving to you you're giving to me and yeah. i ever truly believed that because again my own masculine i guess a wound has been nope you just got to keep giving you just got to keep giving and that's how a lot of them do very giving creatures yeah for themselves and it's really hard for me to receive and also receive from other people and that's kind of how the world goes around is by like if you just keep dishing out your energy you're not going to have anything left mm -hmm. yeah and then it's just really connecting with yourself and not yeah. do things all the time it's like you can be <laughs> no i love it and i love what you said about the the feminine energy feels what's kind of going on versus like the doing um because something for me that i that's like so aligned with today is obviously we talked before this about a decision that's gonna have to be made on my end and i'm also a server and i went to my meeting in the morning and like i know that that's such a like silly thing and people shit on servers and anyone in the service industry like what are you doing with your life but i was there and i was really checking in today thinking about how i felt and i was at the meeting i was like yo i love all of these people like no this isn't what i like am supposed to be doing and i could get other yoga jobs and all that but like maybe i'm just happy here like i i also have the opportunity to teach yoga i have the time by working a weird schedule with serving to you know, fill up my business. But it was just weird to like actually sit there and take away the thought of this is what I should be doing and or I shouldn't be doing, I guess. And I was sitting there, I was like, I feel good being here. Like I shouldn't in this world where we shit on like people in the service industry, but I'm sitting here and I'm happy as fuck. And that's okay. And I'm gonna accept that and I'm not gonna tell myself I need to fit in this box. I'm just gonna sit here and accept, yeah, I feel good here. And fuck what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't care because I'm surrounded by a bunch of people that make me laugh. They're funny. It's light. I make money. I don't, I don't need to like alter my life if I'm feeling good. Maybe I just answered my question to that big thing right here, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really like how you mentioned that. And something else I wanted to touch on was the receiving um, because I know in like that plays into relationships and that's something I've recognized within myself. It's it's hard to be on the receiving end, like the, oh, wow, you love me? I have to sit here and accept that now? Um, that's kind of hard. So did you find that like challenge of, because I'm pretty sure you are in a relationship right now, right? Is it uh, like hard for you in relationships to also receive? Or do you think you're able to like kind of alter that energy when you are in a relationship? Uh, let me tell you this is my first relationship in a while and it's like a big mirror <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah i've definitely just definitely experienced an ebb and flow within my relationship especially um because we have moved into the same place too like that we live together as well oh, so when you have that constant mirror all the time it also for me anyway receiving i can receive in certain ways it's like i can receive or actually i don't really know how to explain i don't i don't know how to receive because now that i'm talking about it out loud it's mm -hmm. like some ways but even when 
he'll do something for me, like cook for me or offer to massage or offer to like do certain things. I'm like, are you sure? Only if you're like, only Mm -hmm. energy. I know it's been a long day type thing or it's like, because, but then there are also times where I give a lot too. And then there are times that I almost expect the same in return. Yes. And that's also a different thing, just like in a sense of, I don't know, where is it coming from? And it's like, I shouldn't just have to feel like, and the, the difference is, is just doing something because you want to do it rather than doing it because you feel like you have to. And then mm-hmm. also just the women in my family who just do that too. They constantly dish out their energy and expect people to just give it back to them too. So I've definitely had a lot of ego checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> moments where I'm also a cancer. So naturally I am very good at molding to my environment. I'm very good mm-hmm. at so I'm very like, I'm very absorbent. Like I like to try new things. I like to experiment new ways of living life. And my boyfriend lives a very different mentality than I do. So he yeah. like, and, but not as much of a cyclical being in that way too, can work a nine to five all day, every day, the whole day, the whole month, you know? Mm-hmm. And he works for himself too, but he has like that discipline that can do that. Yeah. I tried to do that for a little while while we were living together and just being in that space. And I just kind of realized that that doesn't work for me. And because I was in that space, I didn't know how to truly express myself anymore because I kind of got lost in this flow away from my spirituality, away from just like certain things that I naturally used to practice. And then I had to step back and ask myself, is this him or is this me? And I noticed that it's me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To have that almost individuality because a lot of the relationships in my family are very like this <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and that's like a beautiful thing is like being two people being able to come together that way but it's also so important to have that individuality and I think within that space now that I've stepped more into that and more expressing myself that I'm in a better place to give I can give less but it's a better quality of giving mm-hmm. and just the aptitude of just I, or I don't know if that's the right word but just the the reciprocation, I guess, that I feel is a lot more authentic and less forced because it's he's seeing me in a different light and he's appreciating me in a different light that I've been able to actually incorporate certain things into my life to make me a better human. And just by doing that, it overall influences the relationship. And when you express yourself more, <laughs> it's like people can appreciate yourself more. If you show yeah. more, people can appreciate that more. And I think that within that space, I guess just there's this less of like a reciprocation and more just like a flow of giving and receiving Mm -hmm. sort of feel, you know, amazing. And I think that, again, it goes to show just the difference of embracing 100% who you are and allowing yourself to be in that space, but also allowing yourself to have those ebbs and flows and allowing yourself to learn and like to um, learn from other people, but also learn most from yourself. And doing that there already is this ebb and flow of giving and receiving whether you're in your relationship or not it's just the people that you're around when you show up for yourself and you're just able to not hide who you are mm-hmm. then give to you just because they see who you are and vice versa like because that that's who you are you know so yeah i've noticed the past couple of months Especially, which is all the different planets everywhere and all these full moon, the full moon in Gemini brought a lot of clarity for me, Mm -hmm. but there's just been a lot of, a lot of things going on where it's hard. What what was it? The full moon in Scorpio? 
No, new moon in Scorpio. Scorpio energy. Scorpio season was a shit show for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yep. Again, the shadows going inward, finding that part of yourself and getting really muddy and all these different things that when the full moon came up, it was like a nice breath, breath of fresh air to be like, okay, I can see this a little bit more clearly now. It's not just my ego saying that like, I need to be here and do this with this person. It's just like, I am where I am and I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think, um, I think it's hard in our society too, as women, because I, I find myself having the issue of not wanting to receive because I don't want to feel needy or I don't want to feel like, oh, I, I, like sometimes I'm scared to say anything because you're falling into the category of a nag, which women have been labeled as any time they are clear on like boundaries, clear on their feelings, clear on their needs, their wants, their expectations. You're put into this bubble of like you're needy and you're naggy. Like I could sit here and I could be complacent, but you're not going to like it because I'm going to build up a shit ton of resentment. So I think it's a lot of it is stepping into that like feminine power, like feminine energy can be soft, but it's also very powerful. And it's, it's showing like, I am a woman, but I also have, like, I have needs and I have wants and I'm not willing to settle because I'm scared of being put in a box. I think all women need to recognize fuck the box. And if someone's going to put you in a box, then maybe they're not for you anyway, because we're, we're not meant to be shoved into a category of a specific type of person. So that's my little rant on that one. Well, I've also noticed like, again, just as givers, it's hard for us to ask for help. Mm, yes. Hey, can you cook dinner tonight? Hey, can you do this? I'm just not feeling it today. It's like, yeah, you know, having that space, like it's okay to do that. And I like feel like, my boyfriend has created a very safe space for me. Oh, I just haven't. So it's like, cause I don't know how to take that space. I like, it, or at least at first I didn't, I'm still learning and I'm still in that space of trying to, I guess, be more open or more clear about what I need or saying it out loud, more or less. Like mm -hmm. You need, and that is a little bit of the masculine energy too. Like just in that space of expression and communication. But, um, I think that there are times that I definitely forget to just like, or don't know how to ask for help without sounding needy or sounding like, oh, I need, it's like, well, I do need this or I need support because mm -hmm. I like when we support so much other people, it's like, we need that reciprocation too in another way. And it's that same thing. I mean, it's the same thing, just like using your voice and asking for help and not, and knowing that if that person is not going to show up for you in that space, then again, they're probably not the right human. Yeah. I love that. And I love that he creates a safe space for you. That makes my heart very, very happy. Um, and obviously you've talked about the moon a lot <laughs> so far. And I want like a beginner basis. Like what are the moon phases? What are the energetic and spiritual, um, I guess, properties of each phase? Um, so people that have no idea what you're talking about can be like, ah, I get it now. <laughs> okay. Well, when I talk to beginners or even myself, I like to simplify things as much as possible, especially with the moon phases. Mm -hmm. So talk about the new moon and the full moon, because those are nice just to like pinpoints of each part of the month, every two weeks to really check in with yourself and a journal and to manifest do whatever the hell you need to do to really get clear on where it is and where you are. Mm -hmm. and moon cycles as my personal development. So it's like the new moon, set your intentions, full moon, release what, is clouding your path to get there 
So that's like really, really simple. But for the new moon, it's the darkest point of the moon cycle. And my in my brain, it's this blank slate, clear sky, bringing in all the things that you want. Like right down in my head, I I think of it like the universe is your catalog. Mm-hmm that you want it's i mean it's not free it looks it in the moment (laughs) (laughs) all the things that you want to write down or all the things that you really want to bring into your life and that can be and it should be really specific but that's why like journaling period journal always journal every day journal (laughs) on the minimum (laughs) those yes but that's why journaling at first is just the best way to get clear on what it is that you're missing from your life or what it is you want to bring in or what isn't satisfying you in your life at the moment right now. So when we think of it as, okay, my ideal life looks like this. This is what I think that I want. Write it all down and like be super specific. The house you want to live in or the place you want to be in, the job that you want, how much money you want to make, the people you want to be surrounded by. And it's that can even get overwhelming sometimes. You're like, shit, this is not. Yeah. And that's why I feel like a lot of people are almost turned off by doing it is because they don't want to have that acknowledgement of seeing that their life is. And I don't want to say it like this, but a shit show. Uh-huh. <laughs> feel good with. And I think that, that acknowledgement or that clarity is really scary to a lot of people because the ego is like, no, we're good. We're fine. We're like here doing it. I'm like, you need to bring yourself back to here. Like, and that's what the full or the new moon is all about is coming back to yourself, getting really clear on what it is you want to start to bring into your life. So that the rest of the month or the moon cycle, that's what we're working towards. And the full moon is the peak. So it's the center, like the middle of the of the cycle and to return us, you know, eventually back to the new moon. But the full moon is now nothing is dark. <laughs> Everything mm-hmm. All the shadows are out right now because the moon is at its brightest and it's shining its light on not just you, but your insecurities, the things that are going on, the, again, the shadow selves, the shadow work really comes through at this time, the Mm -hmm. people, the situations, the jobs, all those things that are not working anymore. And this is to aid you throughout the month and the cycle to now your new moon intentions are following with you. And now you're at the new moon or the full moon phase. And now it's like, okay, well, what do I need to release now so that I can keep working on these goals to keep moving forward? And a lot of the time for me, I think a lot of, again, what do I need to release? What are the things that are building up that aren't working for me anymore? And that, again, a lot of the time it's habits, just like self do the things that we're not doing. And it's just that replenish of new energy of um, free energy, free flowing energy, a lot of feminine energy and connection. So we're really connecting with our intuition at this phase, really connecting with um, our inner selves. It's a lot of introspection and it's a lot of release, which is also why there's a lot of energy surrounding the, the full moon. People are like, what is going on? Full moon happening. Yeah, because we're affected by it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of this buildup, this surge of energy that gives us the energy to release those things. So it's actually a blessing when we're able to, I guess, have the support of the universe and the moon cycles to give us that extra oomph for the extra energy to bring in and to release. So that's why I don't even really like, like new year resolutions. Like I'll put Mm -hmm. them to have this reflection over a year span and to really look through all those things. 
But at the same time, when we, we put so much pressure on ourselves to get mm-hmm. a whole list of things in a year and it's allowing ourselves with these month to month with which whatever sign that it's in, that's guiding, you know, for the new moon, normally whatever season we're in. So this new moon in Capricorn, we're in Capricorn season. So the energy of this season is allowing ourselves to get grounded, to get back into our bodies, to feel where we are, but also to notice or to ask ourselves what our definition of success is. Because Capricorn's pretty like hard headed. They're a little bit more stubborn. They're, I mean, earth signs normally are. <laughs> I have my <laughs> um, a little bit more analytical, um, more business oriented, that type of just think of like that type of energy, like CEO energy. Mm-hmm. So we're in like that space right now. And because now we're approaching full moon in cancer, oh my God, it's literally all me right now. <laughs> in Capricorn. Spotlights on. But now that we're in full moon in cancer, we're balancing this energy out with, they're literally opposites. The Capricorn is literally December and then um, cancer is in July. So we have this, I guess, juxtaposition of energies connecting with the physical body, but now we're connecting with the emotional body. So for the new moon intentions, it's like, well, what do I want to bring in for the new year? What do I want to start to cultivate? What kind of habits, especially what kind of habits we need to start to create so we can get to where we want to go? A lot of feminine energy and a lot of grounding, a lot of self-awareness. But then the full moon in Cancer, now we're connecting with our emotional body and are really, again, getting really introspective with self. And if we feel home in our bodies if we feel at home and safe with ourselves we feel safe expressing ourselves and being who we are and stepping into that energy because now we're coming into aquarius season two after that like more closer to the um new moon but with all of that energy coming through it's allowing yourself to be free within your own body so that's a little bit more specific i guess on what is actually happening right now but again the new moon is about bringing in and the full moon is about letting go there's more of like that manifestation energy and the intuitive energy that's coming mm-hmm. through. We're finding these, again, there's still juxtapositions in themselves too, but in between those phases are the waning gibbous, the waxing gibbous. These are the phases that bring those two together. That's when we're working on those things. So the new moon is we're starting to get inspired and get creative and we're starting to make those things happen. And then we realize, shit, I'm doing so many things at once that I need mm-hmm. to and let some things go and that's when the full moon allows you to release so you can keep moving forward because if you keep bringing more and more things in think like if you're carrying shit on your shoulder you're carrying things on your shoulders it's like okay you have all this stuff on here already from just your life now well let's mm-hmm. bring to it let's bring more onto it mm-hmm. building until you can't you can't manage everything that's going on so you have to process so that you're not working yourself over like over time all the time and that you have space to still be with yourself while you're still working on your goals but that's what's beautiful about goals and about things that i guess i mean society loves to put goals as um i guess materialistic things mm-hmm. but goals at least right now right now is the prime time to set self goals of what you need to do so that you can accomplish these things because those things are always going to be there, but you're only going to be able to get there if you have the consistency with yourself, the discipline, the right nutrition, the right, um, I guess, mindset. And that just doesn't come overnight. You got to work on that. And that's the hardest part of anything is just giving that space to yourself so that you can do those things. So we're in a very feminine space. Again, we're also in the winter time, mm-hmm. which again, deep, deep phase of 
um, reflection, introspection, intuitive. We're in the water. It's like the water season. Free, mm-hmm. like <laughs> in this space of reflection, and we're gonna be here for a little while longer. So it's like don't put so much pressure on yourself to be doing all the time right now. Give yourself that space to be. So when the spring comes and everything starts to grow again, that's when we start to give ourselves that momentum and that energy. Now the habits that we've created in the winter are like serving us so well to start to keep building and keep growing into, you know, if you want to be visual to grow into a full flower. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're at the roots right now. Might be a little bit, but we're, we're in the ground (laughs) and all that stuff to grow is we need to create those habits and those things to get there. So that was a long story long. And I might've gone like, that's okay. We learned a lot about, this science too a lot of stuff that i didn't i i know some stuff about science i'm definitely not as um aware of it as you but learning the cancer stuff was really interesting and i just love that there's always like i feel like the universe always finds a way to balance out whatever is going on which i love and this time too you mentioned um like feeling home in your body and that's funny because i don't know that much about um like the the signs and like what they represent all the time um but this morning in my yoga class i did like a like a safety in your body meditation like focusing on your root chakra so i'm very happy that it was aligned with this timing we love to see it um do you have any like rituals or practices that you would want to share with us Mm. you don't have to share all of it because i know they're like probably sacred but do you have any tips maybe for even beginners that want to start they're like oh i love this this sounds so cool what should i do on a full moon besides journal like do you have any tips of what they can incorporate um just besides journaling i know you sell candles um but so i actually make new moon and full moon candles that Mm -hmm. have so each one is for you know again like i said manifestation and intuition and reflection Mm -hmm. so of course i mean candle magic is super um what am i trying to say (laughs) fire magic is super powerful and quick Mm -hmm. so that's a good thing and it's also just a lot of energy like that you're Mm -hmm. using at a time so you have to be super specific when you're doing candle magic or anything around lighting candles intentionally also Candles, if you are lighting them, that they are safe. They are soy wax essential oils because you don't want that to neg- neg- negatively affect you either. Um, but I like to light candles with certain mu- mantras with each month or with each moon phase that inspires me in that moment, especially. That's why journaling is super important because it just gives you a, um, a stream of consciousness of where you are right now. So you can bring in whatever it is that you want to bring in. So mm-hmm. again, but also be just intentional with yourself. And you can also do more than one mantra. You can do more than one candle. You can do, that's what's nice about having multiple wicks too, is you can do a mantra for each wick. Oh, I love that. So for an example, for the new moon, I would do something like I create miracles or I am creating my own reality. I'm strong within myself and my roots. Or again, if you want to be more specific, I want to make X amount of money this month. I want to, or I am, no, I am making X amount. Um, I am, if you want to, if you want to paint or you want to, I'm just using examples for me. Mm -hmm. If I'm, yeah, I want to get this painting done or I want to be able to be creative 
three times a day. That's a lot, but that'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) For a month or something like that. It's like, just be specific. You can be like general with where you're at right now, but then get specific about certain things you want to bring in. Um, I also like to take baths. Get really, um, especially in the full moon, I like to get really sensual with myself and just allowing myself to connect with my physical and my emotional body. So that can be taking a bath with yourself and just slowing down with some candles, some incense, and just actually touching and feeling your own body and your own space. And again, feeling comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big one that I like. Or just warm oil is really nice, massage oil, and just like yeah. myself. It's fun when, and this is something that I've learned more recently. But I feel like I always expected other people to massage me in some way. Mm-hmm. My hands are like my neck on my own, but I always felt like it was so annoying to massage myself. But then the past month or so, I've been allowing myself, I've been warming up some oil and massaging my own body and like, or just lotion if I don't have like enough oil or whatever. Mm-hmm. And taking more than three seconds to put lotion on after the shower. <laughs> just yeah. Low, like actually feeling certain parts of your body and like noticing where you feel tense or sore or what's going on and then you're actually allowing the flow to move or the blood flow to move through your body a little bit mm-hmm. smoothly too so it's just being like the full moon is for me a very feminine and very spiritual time where I'm able to really go inward and again feel my body feel my energy feel where I'm at and then the new moon is a little bit more I don't want to say more fun, but it, it's a little bit more because both of them are so fun for me, but a little bit more energetic. So yeah. you do with the new moon coming in. It's like this new cycle. So it's like I like to put my favorite music on and jam out. Um, but yeah, those are just some things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. Much interchangeable. You can touch, you can, you know, put lotion on yourself or the new moon if that's what you feel. But it's also a very intuitive practice and however yeah. take time to give to yourself. And yeah. that's why these time like this time of or each time of the month is super important with just again being intentional with yourself and listening to yourself and what you need in the moment because each month is different you might want to light a candle one day you might be running around and all over the place but you still want to connect with yourself you can just put your hold your crystals and meditate for a moment they're just Mm -hmm. do where it's really just a matter of slowing down because we're moving space and we're always running around all over the place that it's just a chance to slow down yeah and i think sometimes especially with like having so much information accessible to us with social media people kind of get overwhelmed so instead of doing something that feels right for them they're like but this person said to do this and this person does this and this person does that so now i don't know what to do and it's really nice to to hear and and to know that a spiritual practice or a ritual or a new moon experience can be something so simple like even even you know after the shower like you said putting on lotion can be a ritual and it can be a moment with yourself and it can be a sensual experience connecting to your body if you have that slowness and that intention to it it all comes down to your intention i mean today i went on a walk and usually i'm like on a power walk listening to a podcast but today i was like this is going to be a very intentional walk like i want to see i want to feel i want to experience and it was just a completely different different time and it all comes down to intention sometimes my intention is to like 
just get some knowledge, get some my thoughts going with another podcast and go on a walk and feel good. But today's intention to just be was very different. So you could have two of the same like activities or experiences, but your intention creates all of what that is, which I love. And I love that you bring light to it. Um, and since it's almost three o'clock, I want to ask my final question, which I love to ask if you were in a room full of the entire world and they were all listening, fully paying attention to you, what would you say? Mm, that's a good question. Say it one more time. <laughs> if you were in a room filled with the entire world and they were all present, listening, attentive, what would you say? Hmm. You could take a second. I know it's like a, a big one. Um, if everyone was listening in the whole world, <laughs> <laughs> I would honestly start with a question like, what are you afraid of? Mm -hmm. Like, you, It's like, what are we so afraid of when we want to express who we are in ourselves? And mm. why do we feel so held back? when we want to just be silly or be goofy or be quote unquote weird or crazy. It's like, mm -hmm. we are naturally these, I would say we are these wild animals. <laughs> yeah. Domesticated, which is such a weird term that I got from um, the four agreements. That book is amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but so when you think of we're domesticated humans, we are in this whole other space of thinking, again, we need to do certain things. We need to be a certain way in this society in order to live in the society that we live in. And I think that limits us in so many ways because society has this huge, I guess, idea of who we need to be to be in this space. Mm -hmm. And while on the contrary, we should be embracing who we are individually and fully expressing who we are in every single aspect so that we can bring more to what this society is. And I think that's even, I mean, it's happening more and more, which is really awesome. But I think mm -hmm. a little while just in our like history is like because people are afraid to actually open up and be who they are because especially medicine women or healers of the past like were killed for these types of things mm -hmm. you know we're not it's like now people are slowly coming out and doing more and more of what they want to do but don't put people down for having different opinions or having different ways of life it's we should be embracing all that we are and learning from each other in all different ways so we can connect deeper with ourselves because we are everything and we are nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> one of us is special, but that also means none of us is spe are special. And it's just one of those things. We all have a contribution to this planet, to this earth, to this space that we should be, again, like applauded <laughs> for mm -hmm. are rather than shunned or stuck in a corner for who we are. And I think, or I guess, yeah, pushed further and further away. So, yeah, if everyone was listening to me right now, it's just embrace yourself be everything that you are right here right now because again life is too short to put yourself in a box it and whether or not you know what you want to do just do it because mm -hmm. <laughs> again like you can be a yoga teacher a vicky healer i don't even like to say <laughs> um a painter uh i guess 
self-awareness coach. Like I could be, I could be so many things and you can be so many things and there's no limit on what we have to do or what we have to be. Mm-hmm. I think that is the main message that needs to come out. And also just to give back to yourself. Yeah. To other people you need to give to yourself. And I think by embracing yourself, you are giving back to yourself and you can embrace yourself in so many different ways. I just think we need to come back to that. Mm-hmm. I think you'd shake the world if you said that. So it would make me very, very happy. <laughs> happy. A lot of people would be like, um, get her out of here. <laughs> Looney bin, Looney bin, light her up. She's a witch. <laughs> no, but I agree with everything you said and I love it. And I would love for you to tell all my followers where they can find you because I know that you do so much. You have so many events. You go to little markets and stuff, which seem really cool. Um, so yeah, where can they find you? So my Instagram is just Maddie, M-A-D-D-I-E dot E-U-N-I-S. And that's my main page where I really just talk about every and anything. My more specific page for, I guess, my spiritual shop would be mads.manifestations. And my website is madsmanifestations.com. So I also do moon blogs. So it'll give you an idea of kind of the different things. Uh, whether it's rituals, um, different mantras, different um, essential oils, herbs to work with, things like that for each part of the moon cycle. And that'll also be on madsmanifestations.com. So if you're ever into even just getting closer or more into um, the moon cycles, it's definitely a nice place to start. But I always say that, again, listen to yourself and your intuition when you're doing different works with your intuitive spiritual practices with yourself. Um, but you know, if you need some inspiration, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Main ways to reach out to me. And I have a lot of link trees in my bio and things like that. So mm-hmm. and check out her the newsletter. Dude, I was reading it right before this and I loved it. I was like, shit. Yes. I love getting those because it's just like that little reminder that you need, especially on days where you might be a little disconnected. I'm like, mmm. Damn, she's right. Love letters. (laughs) Again, on my website, there's a link that says love letters. So just click Mm -hmm. there, my newsletter. And it's free. It's just, I don't like to call it a list. I like to call it a community. So it's Mm -hmm. like community where I just reach out to people and we talk through that too. So, and you have, yay. I love it. Um, So I'm going to end it here, but I want to, I want to ask you a question after. Okay. So I'm just going to stop recording. Thanks for listening, everyone. I always forget how to stop the recording. Oh, man. Oh, man. And recording.